0: Hey, babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode, and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There, you can enter your contact info, and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word Pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600, and that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, I'm Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have not listened to last week's episode, first, I would like to say, please, please, head over and check out that episode. It is the one with Jessica Killingly where we talk about writing your book. So if you have had this tugging at your heart that you have a message and you wanna put it into book form, that's a great place to start. Start there with her episode. She was my editor forever ago. And today I have on the incredible Samantha Joy, who is also a mom. We definitely connect on that level. And she actually helped me take that book that I worked really, really hard on and turn it into an actual bestseller, which shocked the heck out of me. But she seemed to feel from the very beginning that that was a possibility for me. So we're going to talk to her today about what it might look like to get your book that you have written published. And please do not stop this episode halfway through. Please listen all the way to the end because we are also going to be talking about an amazing event that she's got coming up very soon in August. So I would love to welcome you. Thank you so much, Samantha Joy, for finally getting on this podcast episode and sharing your wisdom with the world.
1: How are you doing? I'm doing so good. I was telling Paige just before this you know, the pre interview that we all have, like, we were talking about how this is such a long time coming. I mean, we've now known each other for years, I guess it's been, because I think it was 2021 in March that you reached out to me. But actually, little shout out to our mutual connection, Jasmine Schmalhouse, now Jasmine Shea, who's here in Colorado, who brought us together through her virtual event. So it's been a while. And you had this wonderful podcast that just blew up in the middle of COVID. And then I, I do, I'm like, Paige, we have to talk about your big pivot and your big leap that you took because I'm so, I just love watching you. I'm so proud of you. You have come so far and I'm just so excited to have this conversation with you.
0: Thank you so much for saying that. It's just another reason that I wanted to have you on because something that I know is very important to you is women supporting other women Women. I know how important that is to you. So, the fact that I'm here trying to interview you and talk about a whole bunch of things that we've gotten to do together and some amazing things that you've got in the works, the fact that you keep wanting to bring it back to me and give me credit for some things that I did so long ago, it's just a testament to how this is truly you. You have a heart of gold, you have a heart to serve others. And I love seeing you in that role. And so, first, we should start off by saying, I've got you, girlfriend was the title that I met. Cool. Yes, she's holding up the book right now. I'm holding now. up the book for those of you that can't see. I'm holding she's going to hold up her book, book or she's going to hold up my book. I'm going to hold up her book because uh, she is also an author as well of a book called The Less Effect, a bestseller. And it is fantastic. I will make sure I link it in show notes. And actually it have to be. I have to be totally honest. Yesterday, I pulled it out again, and I was looking through it as I took my kiddos to the beach. We were enjoying some of this lovely new summer weather, and I have a page dog-eared that I might actually read from a little bit later because I have a feeling we might talk about something that popped up again for me yesterday. And I was like, oh, I love her. So I am still using it clearly as a Bible We really connected because we both talk about how important it is, just as your book is called The Less Effect, to declutter our lives. And when I came to you, I talked to you because I said, all right, I feel like we have the mom connection. I feel like we have the entrepreneur connection. And I feel like we both really find the value in taking away any clutter in our lives. That's not allowing us to get to the next level, the next place that we feel like we're being called to be in. And I would love if you could help me and partner with me in actually getting this book that I wrote pre-pandemic. And as you said, it was 2021. Please, is there any way you can help me get this off my laptop and into the world? Because right now it's not serving anyone. And I feel like I did all this hard work and it's not going anywhere. And so we had a pretty great first brainstorming session. And there were lots of things that you talked to me about. Do you want to speak to a little bit of what that looks like in those early days when we first started talking about how we go from laptop book to book in the world? (laughs) Well, I first,
1: yes. And I first just want to back up a little and talk about the way that you approached me was so hype girl. It was so collaborative. It was so, I just remember we all presented at this virtual conference thing and Paige like showed up to the sessions and she hyped everybody up and you were very engaged and I I just want to as much as I'm surrounded by incredible women, like that's still kind of rare, like the way that you make time for people and the way that you show up. And I have the luxury now. I worked very, very hard. And it wasn't always like this where I would just have, you know, at the start of business and we're gonna talk, I know we're gonna talk more about that and pivoting, but you know, I pivoted out of corporate into publishing. But I wanted to touch on that. Like I had to just take on people to build that credibility. And now I have the luxury of really working with people that I really believe in and really connect with and really believe will create a massive impact. And so that was so apparent for me very early on with you. And plus we did have such a bond. We kind of knew part of the bond and then we started getting, we get very friendly through the process because that's how it is when you write a book. I'm sure Jessica will, she's, touched on that before is you really get to know your authors and your authors really get, I want them to know me too. I'm still human too. And we have a lot in common. Right. And so it just was this really comfortable bond that was starting. And then we learned about our sons have things in common and all these ways where we could be in partnership with each other. And that was a big thing for me is when I stepped into this role as editor in chief of a publishing company, it was, you know, I really wanted people to be seen and be heard and really be in partnership with us, with me, you know, like put putting names to faces, understanding who you're talking to, who you're dealing with. And so you, first of all, you did not know how it was going to happen. You just knew, okay, it's time. It's like, it's happening. And you rolled with so much because anyone who's listening, who's written a book can attest to the fact that it's never, ever, ever smooth ever.
0: I, I believe that At one point in the episode from last week, Jessica called it a dumpster fire because yes, it can absolutely be a dumpster fire. Sure. There were rocky parts and there were places where I did have to pivot and you would point out like, Hey, this is exactly what you need to do. You're not getting hung up in this or just moving forward. Thank you for doing that because there are some things that are out of our control. We just never know. But also I really felt cared for. I felt seen. I felt like you felt like my message was important. I felt like the message that I had put in this book years prior, I was revisiting and there were parts of me where the self-doubt would come in. And that's where you so beautifully lifted me up, which you are so good at. Talk to us about the early days when I came to you and I was like, okay, I have this book. I feel pretty good about this book, but I want to talk to you about it. And then we did some work and then even like the the title that came from it. Like I was.
1: Oh yeah. You're bringing me back. You're bringing me yeah. back. I have all these authors I have to like, I got to think. And you just unlocked that. That was a big pivot too. I think I
0: originally had it called like everything with style. Cause my business is everything with style. Yeah. And I originally presented it to you. I was like, well, I think. This could be a book that's called Everything With Style. And then I would come up with some tagline. I don't even know if I knew it was called a subtitle. I mean, I think I did, but I don't know. Like that's how green and how new I was at this. And if you are listening to this and you're feeling like, I want to write a book, but the idea of publishing and I don't know who to go to and do I find an agent? Um, do I go through traditional publishing? Do I? How do I do all of this? Let's start there with you brought out even this new title that I feel like changed the trajectory of not just my book and how I presented it, but sort of the next step in my mission in my business.
1: Well, and the ironic thing, I guess, if you want to call it that, is it was there all along. Like now in hindsight, you can see actually that's how everyone remember how the, you, okay. So once we landed on, I've got your girlfriend and really that was Paige landing on it, but there, I knew inside me, this doesn't, this doesn't do you and your heart and your mission justice. I knew that I said something like that. Mm-hmm. And you kind of knew that too. And what was really cool. Cause I don't always have that experience, but it was really cool is that you were so open. You were just like, Oh, interesting. And you would always reflect on things. And I, what I do remember is that you have a wonderful circle of friends and that says a lot about you. It's a, a huge testament to your character and, and what you've built around you. So you, you have this beautiful community and you started kind of like you were, you were in search of the title, but you didn't pressure yourself. You were in this beautiful balance. I think initially it was like, wait, what's it going to be? And you, you slowly started to let go. And what I noticed was you, you, we're seeking out counsel from the people that you trust. And it became extremely clear because everyone around you was like, Oh yeah, that's what you say. I got you, mama. I got your girlfriend. Like it was your thing. And I kind of want to like point it back to you because this is part of the whole story. And I want to, I want everyone to hear from you when that came to you. What did that mean? Like when that was reflected back to you, what did that feel like? And what did that, what does I've got you girlfriend mean to you?
0: Oh, man, that's a little question. Well, so the funny thing is when I would arrive on the scene to actually organize for these awesome moms, as a professional organizer, they would call me and they would ask me to come organize. So that was a very vulnerable place. And just like, you know, as an author, that is a vulnerable place, even like picking a title. And this is going to be like what the book appears, you know, this is going to be like what people see at first. There's vulnerability there. And they would often meet me at the end of the driveway and they would start telling, they would start apologizing. And they'd be like, it's normally not this messy, or it's I'm so like, I don't even know how it got so out of hand. Like, I'm so glad you're here. But like I'm really nervous. They were very open and honest about how much anxiety they had about me walking into their house. And I was like, don't worry. I'm a mom too. I get how it can be like this. I've got you, girlfriend. I've got you. So through our Original talk, I would say that to you. I would say, you know, they would be stressed out, and I would just keep being like, I've got you, girlfriend. Don't worry. That's the whole point. You're asking for help. I'm here for you. And the funny thing is that when we were going through titles, and that somehow emerged because you were like, Paige, is that it? I feel like that might be it. And I was like, For a title of a book? Are you sure? I don't know. That's just what I say. And you're like, Yeah this whole book is what you say. Why would we not, you know, why would we steer clear of that? And I guess I thought that I needed to be so much more formal and what Mm -hmm. I've learned, especially even through not only working with these people and sitting down in their closets and us crying together because not formal, it's not like all these, you know, like bodies have changed and getting rid of you know, clothes from who you were in the past or, you know, your kids, you're exhausted and you feel like there's toys everywhere, you know, whatever, being in that uncomfortable, vulnerable position put me in the place to confidently be able to say, don't worry, I've got your girlfriend. And you're like, that's fine to have as a title. So Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely informal. And then when I said it's a loaded question, what you just asked me, it's because the funny thing is hindsight now, if I drop something on the floor or I've like do something or I'm like, oh, Duke, we're running late. Can we did da, da, da This is my son, Duke. I need you to do da, da da. He will look at me. And as an eight-year-old boy, he says, I've got you, girlfriend.
1: Oh so, my gosh.
0: It is so cute. It's a awesome. big joke about how it's turned into now something that more people around me say because they get it. And the idea is that I'm here to support you. That's what it is. I it makes
1: me emotional because sometimes that's all you need to hear. And I just, I love that we touched on this because the title selection is what like cripples people in this process. And I also want to add, cause we're giving everyone a little insight into the process. If you haven't done it before, if maybe you had a different experience, but generally I say, you got to just write, or you got to just dive into the manuscript. you got to just let it come to you because often it's this, yeah, we, we need to make it hyper formal or we need to make it something. There's some control we have to have over it. When God just came through you and was like, "Got you, girlfriend. Like it, this has been here all along. This has been you all along and what you've created all along. And so I, I do remember us, we were chatting in WhatsApp because that's where all the authors go. Now yeah. we're on text, but uh, <laughs> we're friends, so. uh, yeah. in the WhatsApp, it was like, you had named all these things and then you did that. And I do remember that moment. And I was like, Paige, it was obviously your title. And, and then you had to like try it on and try it out and wear it out. And it kind of it grew on you. And then it was like, oh, this feels correct. This feels like me.
0: And it just flows off my tongue. That's what my daughter was saying. When I even ran up past her and she's 12 now. So it was a couple of years ago, but she was like, mom, yes. She's like, that's just what you say. You always say that. So it felt very right. I did have to live with it and a little bit. But it can felt I
1: talk right. a little practice or exercise that happens every now- I don't know that we we I don't know that we went through this. I can't recall, and you'll tell me if you remember. But an exercise I do with my authors ninety percent of the time is if they're really struggling, I just I'll just pick up on it, and it's unrelated to title, but just generally ask three of your closest friends or family how they would describe you, just a brain dump of like 10, a list of like 10. And you really get a lot of insight because because it, it's also like, oh, I have to write this certain way and I have to sound so professional and I have to sound so fill in the blank. And then when you start, you know, it leaves clues, all these patterns leave clues for you of how people see you. And they, I I often say, make them unrelated people that don't know each other, if you can help it. Because you're going to start to see the same patterns and the same things. And the coolest part is you're going to start to see the things that you knew about yourself, but you're you know, have permission to step into. You always knew there was an inkling. Like, I know that I'm supportive. I know that I'm funny. I know that I'm, you know, witty or whatever it is. Right. I know this thing about myself, but I don't fully own it. And I'm hesitant when I go to write because I think it needs to be a certain way. And this breaks that down, that, that you kind of a breakthrough of like, oh, I have the permission now. To write how I need to write. I have the permission to not make it perfect grammar. Like these are all the kind of the the steps that people have to go through. And it's like, oh my gosh, how do you write a book? Well, you write a book, you write a book, literally everything else. Yes. Maybe some guidance is necessary, but like, you've got to just write. There isn't one specific way. There isn't a wrong way. Like it's everyone writes it differently. Truly. Like everyone is, I don't have a customized program. And I'm sure Jessica, again, will go through this as well. Like it's not this customized thing. It's very all over the place. It is not linear and it's yeah. emotional and it's, you know, peaks and valleys as you know, and it you're better for it. And that's kind of something Paige and I were talking about in the pre-interview is like this book really, I saw it, it opened you up and like, you came in with this like very structured, like like idea of how this is going to go, like not really knowing all the things and trusting you still came with trust, but you had this almost like shell that we cracked open and over and over, like if something wasn't going the way, like you had little, like, you know, I think like email marketing things that went down all the little, it, there
0: were several little things that really threatened to derail the forward motion and because i am a person of faith i shared with you i was like i feel like i am under attack from the enemy i am like not supposed to get this out and the funny thing is it showed up again when i kept feeling like i needed to start the new podcast it felt like the closer i got to completion to taking action on this big thing that i kept feeling like i need to do the more roadblocks that would come my way. So what would you say as a person who does help people get to the publishing stage and getting their work out? What do you say to the person that's hitting those roadblocks?
1: How do you push past those? Well, there's the macro, you know, view of it of like look, I, you know, I have authors at all different stages. Some of them have established businesses, but they pivot especially after the book, they're like, Oh, Eureka, I think there's something else I should be doing. But then I have people that are like, I want to start a business. I know this will help me, which there's a lot of truth in that. There's a lot of authority that can be built and all of that. And depending on where they're at, they have a certain level of, of flexibility and resilience and resourcefulness. And no matter where you're at, you will build that or, or you won't get your book out. Like it's, it's one or the other you have to pick. And so 10 times out of 10, because everyone's gone to press. No one's like backed off, which is great or like given up. So I'm very happy about that. Good. Success. rate. Yeah. And they, they come out really like loosey goosey, like flexible, like a version of them that I've never seen. And I'm like, this is, so there's that macro level of like, you get to learn that. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to be clear, like, this is not, I hope not a nightmare experience for people. In fact, we get people that have nightmare experiences and, they come from that into a whole, what I'm building, you know, a, a yeah. safer, more sacred, connected partnership, right? As cheesy as that sounds, it's like very lacking in the industry, which is a whole other discussion. But I'm
0: not letting you off that easy. I am going to actually ask you a little bit more about that, too. But
1: continue. It's important. Yeah. It's it, So anyone that is like up against that, you know, that is why this is a partnership. Like you, you don't, you're not given a deadline and then left to your own devices and then hit it. We don't care what happens to you. We don't care if you're re-traumatized. We don't care if you hit a snag. We don't care if you're like faking your voice, like whatever, we just need you to deliver on this thing at this date. Mm -hmm. And so because we don't operate that way and it is a partnership and there's communication and there's coaching and there's support, you know, it's, it's, I see it. I see it every time because it's such an unknown space. 1% of the global population publishes. So for first-time authors, this is like a terrifying thing, as exhilarating as it can be, and we literally take it step by step. And I, I do it in a way, again, in that connected way where we get through the first snag. But I let them know there's like a little bit of tough love. Of I did it with you, Paige. I remember I was like, Paige, it's you gotta like, you gotta well, see that it. there's something on the other side of this. Yeah, and she pivoted. You pivoted so much, so beautiful. I remember where I was standing. I was in Miami in the gym. Because you were, we were leading up to your launch. Do you remember this?
0: Like I, I was, well, I feel like there we were multiple. Them. There's no telling because I'm a lot, and I had to pivot a lot, so I don't know which part <laughs> you're about to tell me.
1: It was like I was in a hotel room when we had our call. and We were like setting you up for like the next week. I think you're publishing right. the week after, so I was traveling for a, a business thing, and I remember being in the gym and like texting because something had gone wrong with your email. Oh, it was your email, like the nurture campaign and you were doing a freebie and it like the link wasn't working and
0: yes. this oh, would be the checklist because yeah. I was trying to make sure that I offered something free yeah. with value before saying, Hey, check out my book and pay money. Okay. For it. Yeah. So that was part of one of the things that you taught me as well. You want to make sure you're offering something for free. So you're not just immediately going on and be like, Hey guys, spend money on my book. So there are lots of different things I- that you taught me.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that because that is applicable here and everywhere in you know your business or your whatever you're doing. If you're dating, like nurture, <laughs> don't just whatever you know. Like, right. like we'll get in. I do want to touch on that because um, there's more a little a, a few more nuances that I would love to go into because it really does help take the pressure off from the actual launch date. Although there's always going to be pressure because it's scary. But I remember this moment and I remember the way that you pivoted. Like you were just able to, like, oh, we're going to fix it, no big deal. And I was like, I was like a proud mama. I was like, this is everything. And, you know, I look, I don't know if I answered your question. All I know is that you're not alone in it. And what I will say is, if you are working with a publisher, maybe right now that isn't providing that support, we'll find it. Find a coach. Find someone who's coached someone through this process. Find someone that can stick it out with you, give you feedback, be a sounding board, because this won't kill you. This will help you see the world differently. It did it with Paige. I watched it. It was incredible. And you get to see little by little your resilience, but it's, it's heavy because if you're writing, especially nonfiction and you're really going deep and digging deep into past experiences, or even just, you know, writing in general, it, it causes you to question your identity of like, am I, am I worthy of this? Am I able to do this? Am I capable? Do I belong in that 1% club? Like, who am I? what my story doesn't matter. Right. So you start to do that and you start spinning. And like, if you don't have someone to support that, you're not going to be able to be as flexible. You're not going to feel as held. You're not going to feel as safe. And so that's, that's all I can say really to that is you're, you're going to feel those moments. It's a guarantee and it's not going to be smooth. there will be hiccups. And so you have to have the people in your corner that aren't just looking at you, whether it's your publisher or like whoever, fill in blank, that are just looking at you like a dollar sign, they're looking at you like a human going through it. Really is like a, a major emotional process, healing process. So, yeah.
0: And the here's the thing you, the thing that makes you so good at what you do. And I'm just going to go ahead and say Landon Hale Press, which is your publishing agency, company. What do we call it? Publishing. Company,
1: but it's, yeah, Sam yeah. Stanley.
0: We're family is a family. Mm-hmm. We we're even talking about today. Yeah. I was working on today. You were telling me one of your authors is launching today. And I was like, oh, make sure you give me her info so I can go on and buy her book. And you immediately were like, the author is Or I've been in touch with this author who's launching today. And she's like in tears because all of us at Landon Hill Press, all of us authors are rallying around her because it feels like family. We know what it's been like. And that's what I was going to say. That's what's so great about working with you is that publishing this book is not just something from this outside perspective. You have been an author publishing her own book. And the fact that you've gone through that and now you can share that experience with us, it feels like we're not alone. And even when we were trying to figure out the subtitle of my book, uh, that was a big part of it was in the subtitle. It talks about this mom life not being a solo mission. This publishing life should not be a solo mission. And for lots of people, the publishing life has been a solo mission. You think that you're getting support and a lot of the publishing agencies, they are not showing up in a way to really help you when you're hitting those little snags. And that's what I love about you. And that's what I love about being a part of Land and Hell Press. I'm so grateful that your little logo is on the back of all my books now because I feel like I have found my family. And that's how I know that when I write the next book, which I am writing, I want to come to you and talk to you about it and figure out how we can do that together because I had a great, even when some things came up, I don't even feel like some of those setbacks were so difficult that it made me unhappy with the way that the publishing went down. I am so grateful. It felt like a beautiful, real, organic process, and it felt more real because We worked through some of those things that were coming up, even whenever it came to like when we were republishing the cover and making sure that that was really what I wanted and making sure, you know, the bio needed to be updated or little things like that. There were some things that were happening with tech and I am a self-proclaimed What's the opposite of a tech guru, a non-tech guru. It scares me to death. It worries me. And you just kept saying, but look how far you've come. Like we can get through this. And it allowed my pivot to be so much faster. And then you do it so much that you get really good at the pivot. There is an art to it. I mean, the book that I'm working on, it's all about the art of the pivot and leaning in
1: when you're scared and you're freaking out and you just what did you get excited? I just, I like... I'm, I'm, I, as an entrepreneur, I feel like if you're always challenging yourself, you're always having to pivot. That is part of success is pivoting because things are going to go wrong. And so I'm just, I'm jumping out of my skin in this conversation and I'm just so excited for everything you're creating because a, it's so true to you. You embody that. I watched it. Like I watched you just roll with things and like, it, it just was, it was so tangible. Like I could, I could see the evidence every which way where you were just fully owning the trust, like the trust in yourself, the trust in God, the trust in whatever divine path was put in front of you. And it was really, it was amazing. Like, I just, it's like, every, it's like the weight was off of you. And by the time you're going to press, you were just like having fun with it. We
0: did were just like,
1: Oh, you're here we go. Yes.
0: It was yeah. really, and was Oh my fun. goodness, the things that you showed me how to do and talked me through the process. I felt prepared. Even when I wasn't prepared, you knew that it was going to do well when I was uncertain. I don't know how you knew that, but you did. And it ended up hitting bestseller on Amazon before I could even eat breakfast that day. That was what I talked about. Like I was blown away and it even hit number one in... um oh, the in- new release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... That And you have like what you've told me about that. There's like such a little possibility of that happening because there are so many books that are launched regularly by the hour, by the minute. And then I I will never forget. And I didn't know what you meant by the 1% club, but I will never forget when you reached out to me and you said, congratulations, you are now a part of the 1% club. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. And you're like, say again, tell us what that means. What's the 1%?
1: Yeah. So look- a couple of stats. I'll hit you with a couple of stats. So the current stat is one percent of the global population publishes, and then eight percent of that one percent become a bestseller. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Wow, yeah. unbelievable, and and doable. But here's the thing: we look, we have prerequisites. We don't just take anyone, and we can clearly very early on see who's leading with heart and who's leading with dollar signs. Who wants clout versus truly is coming. I mean, I have people come and say, I know this is going to heal me. I don't know how I have a story and I'm just like, great. I mean, there's steps we have to go through now as the publishing company is growing and we have like standards and all those. It's a very unregulated industry, but we're trying to bring regulation to this very unregulated space that's happening. And, And that is what we look for right? That's the ripple effect that's created. And, you know, we get people that, you know, are doing a coffee table book or a picture book, or like there's certain classifications of fiction. We actually are starting to take some fiction because it's uh, repeat authors. And there's some truth behind the fiction, kind of like our children's books. We do some yes. children's books, but it all comes from this really deep heart centered, heart led place. And, you know, you can sense that from a mile away. And as long as that's there, then there can be a really successful partnership to get to the end. And, you know, outsider looking in might think like, okay, there's this publishing company that helps this author and they guide them through this process. And the author has a transformation and they publish and like they learn all these skills and they're resourceful and they feel like they're on the next level and they're owning this like higher self, all true. But that's also me. Like I, I literally go through that journey with them. Like I change, I heal, I grow. I, I'm transformed by the end with every single author. I love what I do. And it's not, that is why it's a partnership because it's not, here's the list of things you need to do to deliver to me. And then we get here and then I make the money and best of luck to you. Mm -hmm. Not to say that all publishers are like that, but there's a a huge, a lot of them we're not going to get into it but uh Paige, <laughs> some of the hiccups i just want to be clear we're not i mean we're not perfect on our end but yeah there were some some hiccups around you know us determining where pages book might be a best fit and i want the best for my authors and there's traditional publishers hybrid publishers there's self publishing there's all these different mediums and everything in between i want to add that because there's a lot going on out there with the lack of regulation but there are circumstances where a traditional publisher makes sense right or a hybrid even depending on what they offer and so the thing i want to touch on is that i knew that, that this this called me this pulled me into this you, you saw me kind of like flourish in this like you even saw me right and so with that said i just was a right i was a writing coach for a while and i did have an editing team and design team. And I'd be like, here you go, big publisher, tied up in a bow, like ready to go. And now you can put your name on it. So that's that was my whole thing. And I'm like, what am I doing? I have to step up in this because I worked with bigger publishers and everything in between and knew that I, I just couldn't let it happen on my watch. I couldn't nurture these human beings who had feelings and had trauma and who were going through a lot to get to that point. I couldn't watch that. So without going into the whole thing education transparency connection those are values that we have is even from the consult from from the minute we speak you're going to get information to make an informed decision and we, we do we do consulting we st- I don't oh, know yes. if have that. you don't so-
0: you don't hold anything back yeah. i mean i, I there's no gatekeeping of information and you have to put fork over a ton of money to get any information. I remember just in, just in our first couple of talks before there was any sort of exchange of any kind transactionally, I felt like you had my back. I felt, I was like, wow, she gets what I'm talking about. And you immediately started bringing out all of these new possibilities and thoughts that I was having. And I went back in and I worked on a couple of areas of the book too, after we spoke, because it felt like the need for that was there to make sure it was really seamless. I really wanted to put out a book that I felt good about. And it felt nice to know that you, my publisher, you felt that as well. So I don't think that you hold back information. I love that you do the consulting in the beginning. And so if you guys have a book and you are at even the early stages, please talk to Samantha. Sam has a way of chatting with you where it feels effortless and loving. I think that's the mom of you. Um, Just that nurturing side of you. I love that. And um, I felt that right away. So keep telling us about what type of services you offer. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up, I've got you girlfriend. The subtitle is why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can find it there on e-reader. That's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You Girlfriend. Why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show.
1: Yeah, so it it just all was based off of of course my love for healing and vulnerable storytelling and like you know, just creating a legacy is so important to me, and creating an impact. And I, I know you're so passionate, so I know that you understand this. Is like you want to make this huge impact. This is likely why you wrote a book, why you started a podcast, all these reasons, right? And I just knew this was the way. Like, because I wrote a book five and a half years ago, and I was like, I just decided to write a book, and this is what came out of this. Like, this is insane. Like the the people I've touched, the the countries it's reached. I mean, the, the audiences, I mean, it's wild, the doors that it's open. And I was like, and it, and I heal on top of it. And I get to like, love myself more. This is, this is absolutely nuts. And I get to make a little money, right. That's yeah, like our, our, the afterthought, but it you positions know.
0: you as an expert in your field as well, that's yeah. a big thing. It's not just about dollar signs. It's about, cause I don't think any writers will. Any realistic writers. I don't think you get into it for the money. You get into it for the impact. And now we are, again, we're talking a lot about nonfiction, but you get into it because that is going to position you as an expert. There's that additional credibility that comes along when you say I'm a published author. I will say, even like my speaking engagements and the confidence that I had on stage or on the podcast, that increased when the book was actually out in the world and I had done the publishing part of it. And I want to just be clear, what you're talking about in your journey is when you actually made that pivot to not just help all these people do this and then hand them off to another publisher. This was your pivot that you're talking about where
1: you actually started Landon Hale Press. I resisted it. Like I was doing that because really we're not to go down the whole rabbit hole of my story, but I was doing identity coaching for a while. I mean, I had cracked the code. I had a mentor. I was like, trying to do mindset work, but I kept living from this identity. You understand this is where we bonded the importance yep. of your environment, not just physically, socially, habitually, the way our environment can cause triggers or cues to put us into a habit loop of certain behaviors. And then the payoff that we get, and like, we just can't get caught in it. So I very early on, and that's how the less effect was born. That's my book and my method of coaching, which still rings true because this is still the coaching I bring to my writers is you know, how do we create an environment that says, heck yeah, I'm a number one best-selling author. Heck yeah, I can create the company of my dreams. Heck yeah, I can create the life that I desire. Mm-hmm. And we can't do that if our environment in all those areas are reflecting a different identity back. So the root of my work has always been in identity, not always, I should say the last, it was, I remember this whole thing coming together a year before my son was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost six years and it all kind of started to, to come together. And I, I, had clients that I would put through this program and I had one-on-one clients, I had groups. And then, you know, I decided, oh, I think, you know, I guess finally after 10 years, I'll publish this book. I think it's time. I don't know how the heck I'm going to do it, but I know that a baby's on the way. So here we go. Let's just get it done now. And then when I published, everyone came out of the woodwork, like all my clients were like, wait, if she wrote a book and I know her Mm -hmm. and I trust her Mm -hmm. and I watched her go through it, I think I could do it. Hey, can you help me do it? Samantha, I'm like, yeah, I could, I could help you through the writing stuff. And over time, when I would hand off my authors to publishers and work with them and do all that and facilitate that, it was more often than not a very negative experience because it was disconnected. It was, I mean, there's so much, we could do a whole episode on this. And like, if you want me to come back, I will, I but do it all the time, it, yeah, it's juicy. We could get into it, but you know, just overarching things that I saw like fine print in, contracts that say like, I don't own your literary rights, but I own your media rights. And you're like, what? Like, I didn't even see that. Authors are being taken advantage of. Let's
0: say that authors are being taken advantage of when they thought that they were with a company that had their back. Yeah. They didn't have their back. They didn't have the author's back. They had their own backs and you can chalk it up to, oh, that's business, babe. But you, I don't want to speak for you and put words in your mouth, but I feel like you and your mission comes from this author did the serious work. And if you've ever written anything, you know, a lot of it is therapy for you as you're working through that. Jessica and I talked about that last week. You wanted to make sure that we had the credit for that. And we got to own our books because so many people would get in that position and they lost it all after they had done oh, yeah. in the work.
1: Yeah. We, I mean, we get authors that, you know, there was some legal issue and they had to seal everything and they couldn't get their book because their book, they didn't own it. So like it was just gone and what they could scrounge up on their own computer. Great. But like that was gone or they're required to order thousands of copies and then they sit collecting dust in their basement. But on top of that, you know, they don't, pro- the company doesn't provide marketing support. There's certainly no, you know, a lot of the reason we provide consulting to maybe an author with a big traditional deal uh, is because there's no personal branding or support around that. And, you know, I can't, maybe there's someone out there doing it, but I've never met them and I've never experienced it. And and about 50% of the authors that send proposals over are in one of those camps. Like they have had one of those experiences, you know, anything from, I just didn't feel heard. I didn't feel, I felt alone, but you know, they get their book out. Maybe they hit bestseller all the way to, I couldn't even get my book. And I can't, it never got published. My book got orphaned or my book, like something happened to it where they couldn't even get the access because the ownership or someone dropped the ball somewhere or whatever it is. And again, that's a whole other episode, but I want to go back to that. I, I resisted it. I think subconsciously, cause there was like a, the people I've been dealing with, they look different than me. They have a different approach than me. They're like, there's just a whole set of differences where it finally dawned on me, well, I have to do this. It was like a superhero movie. Like I'm not calling myself a superhero, but I'm like, no one's saving these people. like I have to do this. And then it just clicked one day. And I said, you know, I, I may have a lot to learn in that role, but I have, I have worked with them. I have seen it. I know the laundry list of things that can go wrong. And so, yes, we are formed very differently. We don't own any intellectual property. We don't take a percentage of sales really. Like what we ask is that, I mean, we Our agreement in the contract is that, you know, our imprint is on your marketing. It's on anything you put out there, but we also teach marketing. We have a whole phase of how to build a book funnel and how to properly nurture your audience. And that was the thing I just want to touch on The little nuance to that is it's just like it sounds. It's really like, what value can you put out there? And without getting too in the nitty gritty of that, of like a whole business coaching call, it really is like, how can you create a dis- disarming environment so that you can start to bond with the people that really need you. It's like uh page was, I was on an Instagram live before this and she came in cause she's such a hype girl, girl's girl. And what that particular author and I were talking about was the fear that women have of like coming together sometimes in big events or like, you know, it's that's neither here nor there. But the point was that if you can leading up to the thing, whatever it is, if you can start to meet people and talk to them and get to know what, is lighting them up, get to know what they're struggling with. Like, this is what a nurture c- campaign is. Is It's like connecting with the people that need you. So this is the human part of marketing. I, sometimes when I say marketing, I'm like, ooh, cringy. Like, but like, it's, there's like a negative connotation because it's, we have to fit in this box. And what I love doing for people is, you know, injecting that identity coaching into it. It's like, who are you? What lights you up? What do you love? And how can we start creating that really beautiful connected environment? with the people that need you the most and need your message the most, because what does that do? They feel seen, they feel heard, they get excited. They start to really want to invest time and energy into what you're doing. You start to build confidence. You start to step like all the times that you you doubt yourself through the book writing process, you have people being like, no, 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 keep going. And then what happens? You launch the book and it's a big party. It's like awesome. So we don't need to be doing this crazy high pressure like very isolated, like you said, like on an Island type thing, like you don't just need, you have to, you know, you can bring in people that you know, like in trust in a team, but bringing your people that need you, like tell, this is part of the nurture that we did page was you were telling people, all right, I just handed in my manuscript or like I'm about to hand it in. And you just, you bring people into that experience. So they have the permission to either write a book or to take that leap or to just know, like they're not alone. No.
0: And and that's how I feel like all of life should be, whether you're organizing a space in your home, whether you're writing and publishing a book, whether you're starting a podcast, whether you're simply deciding that you're going to show up in a way that you feel better about in your life. You know, do you need a nutrition expert? Do you need a trainer? Do you need a mentor and coach? We should not be doing any of this life alone. We just should not. And while I do have this page in here, dog-eared, and I wanted to read from it, I don't want to derail or just go off tangent too much because I just want people to hear the conviction in your bo- in your voice that this was so important to you that you're saying, I really didn't want to do it. It was scary. I didn't know if that was something that I wanted to take on and all of the different things that you might've been have being going on in your mind and your heart at that time, but you did it anyway. Because you were so convicted that you felt like just because the people and the agencies and all this kind of stuff doesn't look the same as me, that's no reason for me not to do it. That's the reason to do it because we all have the message that is innately ours. We, there's only one us God talks about in the Bible before we were born, he knew every hair on our head. Like there is no one like us. And I felt like that when I came to you. I didn't just feel like one of your other authors. I felt like I was special and I meant something to you on a personal level. And that's how I've continued feeling through this process. So if any of you are trying to decide if you should publish your book, you've got to check out Samantha Joy and Landon Hill Press. I want to say two things. One, I want to say, because you mentioned your son is an absolute angel and sweetheart and doll and he would totally say you're a superhero he would and you have the costumes to prove it too by the way i love the dedication in your book the less effect i love that it says it
1: was my announcement like i'll let you read it but i that was i'll tell you after is this an or- was my, no no, no read, it, read it go ahead
0: okay it says now i'm so curious what you're going to tell us okay so my unborn bundle of joy because this was pre-having him I can only pray I'm able to bring the amount of happiness and purpose to your life as you have already brought to mine.
1: I thought we're going to make it through this thing without crying, but no, um, you better bring some
0: tears. Okay. Pretend I'm (laughs) over. Okay. Truly. That really got me as a mom who is deciding who I publish with, because there were some people who were knocking on my door. Once it was catching fire, there were some people that I turned down to work with you because there were so many Things that pointed to you were my safe place. You were my person who was going to stand up for me and for my mission and for my book. And I loved that about you. And now I'm getting emotional. I know. And you absolutely, are leaving this legacy for your kid. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. It's not easy. And you're no. sometimes you make it look That's easy, sense. but it's not, dear.
1: No, no. And I was just gonna say that was my baby, and that was my pregnancy announcement. Was <laughs> I launched it, and I had not gone public with it yet. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness, that's yeah. what you started to say before I read it. I thought you were going to say, "Oh, I don't now, know if you, know you knew that." Right yeah. but I love that that's your pregnancy announcement because you let the world know on a bigger level. This is why I'm putting this out here because it's not just me
1: anymore. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I yeah, I think a, a lot of us out there, whether it's a baby coming or whatever it is, like really making what could be our excuse or reason. And he just, well, I, I know we're at the tail end here, but I did find out I was pregnant at my book writing retreat. (gasps) No way. I think we have to do a part two, but yeah, there's just, there's so many juicy little nuggets in here. And I think really what I just want to say is I am so passionate about vulnerable storytelling because I remember, I remember standing at that retreat and I remember telling my story and everyone being like, "Mm." there's more there, but you're not sharing it with us. And it was only 10 people. But then I, I just ripped the aid off and went in and cried and they cried. And I was like, and they still loved me and they ne- didn't leave me. And they were like, you're amazing. Like you're more amazing now. And I was like, wait, I can tell this in the book. They're like, yes. And then I did. And then more of that happened, but on a way bigger scale. And it, it just, this is why, so cut to my event, I'm, I'm running An event. Yes, that's Uh, what I to
0: say. Talk about it. If you want more of her, here's how you can actually meet her in person. I'm so excited because we have not actually officially gotten to hug yet, and I cannot wait to hug you.
1: But tell us about this amazing event that you've got planned. So it's called FemPowered Live, and it was FemPowered is a community and was born in 2021. Wait, that's so crazy. That was like the same time that you and I, uh-huh. we, it was March 2021. That's wild. world. Yeah. yeah. So it was born out of just, you know, I'm a single mother now and just trying to do everything on my own and trying to prove everything to the world and keep a straight face and really just going through burnout over and over and over and, over and really feeling very disconnected, very alone, very in this like groundhog day of like, I don't know how long I can do this for. And I just knew if I can't find it, I have to create it. That was my my message and my mission. Fem had been, you know, the name came to me immediately. It came together absolutely effortlessly and it has grown now into big live events. So this is our, this is our first like big stage live event, which will be here in Denver, Colorado, August 18th and 19th. And uh, I'm just so excited because all the speakers, they are people that I've had very, very deep you know, bonds and experiences with and life-changing things that have happened between me and these speakers that I, and they're amazing people. They're my mentors. They're like best friends. They're people that I've, you know, worked with as authors, like people that I've just gone through really deep transformative experiences with, and they have become my village. And so really it's all about, yes, there's going to be a beautiful, wonderful event. It's going to be exciting. You're going to feel very inspired. And there's more after that there's community, there's things to plug into, and so really taking just what I do every day on a daily basis with authors to a stage, to a community and beyond. And I'm so excited Paige now has a code. It's Good. page 100 for $100 off your admission, both for general admission and VIP. We have a VIP option as well. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you there. Should we tell them you might be on the stage?
0: That is what I'm hoping for. I'm getting like final details in order. And what that means to moms out there is getting childcare taken care of because my husband is working. So we're figuring all that out final steps. But yes, that is the plan. I would love to be on stage. I would just love to be rubbing elbows with all of you incredible authors and women who are doing the hard things. Really excited about
1: that. Yeah. It's going to be a magical experience and it just all of this has been created out of the things that I needed and the way that these women have shown up for me. There's no, what I want to touch on before we, before we go, I don't want to leave you, but it's like, it's not about status. It's about this frequency that we meet each other on. Like all of it goes away. Like your bank account goes away. Your, your accolades go away. Like all these, your status, it's all gone. And we get to connect on this level of just just truth and frequency. And and that's what I've always wanted because I don't see people at like, how many followers do you have? Or what, you know, all these things. I I see people because I get to learn their story. I get to see their passion. I get to see their heart and what they are creating, not just for themselves, but for the world. And so I'm just so unbelievably blessed to do what I do. And I hope you all can join us. It's going to be incredible.
0: So excited about it. So again, tell us it's August 18th and 19th in Denver, Colorado. Denver, yeah. Colorado. That is a Friday and a Saturday. Tell us again before we do page 100 as the code. Tell us again where do we go to begin the registration process?
1: Yeah. So, uh, SamanthaJoy.com slash Ben Powered dash live. An easier way is to just follow me on Instagram, DM me, say hello. I love connecting with people. And my handle is I am Samantha Joy. Everything will be in there.
0: Perfect. 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 I love it so much. Thank you for your time. I know today has been a great big busy day. I cannot wait to jump on and support your new author as well. Check back in with her. That was such an exciting day for me. And I felt like you were just there with me through every moment and the days following that and checking in with me and making sure and. You even were like pulled the mom card and you're like, are you eating? Are you drinking? Are you <laughs> sleeping? Make sure you're doing those things as well because I know how you know this can definitely take over your life. Um, you're like, pause, go hug one of your children, take a breath, do all those important things. And then let's celebrate the success of getting this out into the world and being able to help other people. So thank you for that opportunity. I wish all your upcoming authors success and Fun and joy on this awesome journey that's imperfectly
1: perfect. It's totally awesome. Beautiful way to put it. Thank you so much, Paige. I'm so glad we finally did this. And I'm just so excited to see you in August. And I hope everyone can join us there.
0: Yay. I cannot wait. I see a cute puppy in the background. Go hug that puppy. I love it. (laughs) So cute. My daughter would be like (laughs) coming through the screen right now, just wanting to hug that puppy. Okay. Thank you again so much. Thank you all for listening. Listen. If you have something that is on your heart and it is not stopping and you need to get your message into the world, it is time to write your book and it is time to check out Samantha Joy and how she can help you. I'm a big believer in her. You definitely bring the joy, girlfriend. All right. Thank you again so much for being with me today. And I will see you in August really soon. All right. Love you, friend. Thank you. Love you. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple podcast, hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at with Style mom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this, your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.